Hey, what's up guys at C-Stacks, and welcome back once again to This Week in Versus. I am joined again this week by Scott. Hey everybody, what's up? It's your boy White Cyclone, Mastermind 19, <laughs> the Bald Menace. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, we we don't have Bert here today. Uh, he's working like a nerd. Uh, so um, Scott is uh, kind of filling in that role for us today, which I appreciate. Uh, we're also joined again by former Gen Con and Origins champion Robert Smallwood. What's up? Yeah, Globo champ here. I can't top Scott's entry, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, right off the bat, I'll just say, like, happy Thanksgiving, because by the time this is uh, posted, it'll probably be Thanksgiving. So uh, if you're ignoring your family and listening to a Versus podcast today, shout out to you. You're the real homies. Um, anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get into all this stuff that's been going on in Versus. Uh, so first, we got a bunch of Crossover 2 spoilers to talk about. We've got two weeks worth of spoilers. I won't go through every card, but I will leave the links in the description, but we'll just talk about what we thought were the highlights. So uh, in this first crossover spoiler article here, it's called Gem Bonds. Uh, so they talk about how we got the uh, the Infinity Gems last year, or this year, I don't even remember, um, and they all have this owned by whoever clause on them, so like you can play it for free onto the champion. You can play it for free onto the runner or whatever and we only had i think what was it grandmaster and collector of all those things so now we're finally yeah. getting all these cards in um uh crossover two we are getting the champion the gardener the runner the in-betweener and i believe that's it uh what are you guys' thoughts on these cards do you have one of these that you think is the standout of all of them hmm I don't know. I, I'm I'm personally liking the in-betweener the best. And one, because I think he can just change tempo for you, especially if you go, like, second. But his chance to change tempo probably in the early game, like, for the first four turns is pretty good. And then the second fact that if by some miracle you've got, like, Wakanda Academy or or, or you've managed to find his gem and, like, and just throw that little puppy soul gem on him and then uh, go search for whatever you want. Um, there you go. There's there's some search there, Mr. Ralph. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that's just... That's, yeah, this I'm, is going to change some games. I love the design on the in-betweener. The in-betweener is a one-and-a-half cost, four-and-a-half, three-and-a-half with two-and-a-half health. Uh, which is just crazy. Um, and then he can come out for free, right? He has duality itself. Something just fell off my bed. Yeah. <laughs> duality itself, yeah. reaction blue. Uh, after any turn ends, but before another turn starts, put the in-betweener from your hand onto your side. Um, so this card is uh, just super interesting. Do you have thoughts on this, Smallwood? Uh, the in-betweener... Uh, like I think he's okay. He's got some interesting. Like, it'll be cool for like coming to play type MC the XP conditions and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'd say what I'm really hyped for is the runner. I don't know if like maybe it's just a certain couple of decks, but it's a three one who can like attack and never die, right? So like stuff like Thor, like you could like I don't think he's actually a good guy because he has like no team, right? Or no, he's got no team. But like any dude that says like when a dude attacks or a dude strikes or a dude does combat, he's just an infinite attacker. Or if you're just trying to apply generic pressure, a guy that's infinitely can attack. If you play solo, he's like a 4-2, and he just protects himself by hiding down. 
I just think that card could be really strong in aggressive decks. Yeah, Runner is the one who can attack during your build phase, right? Which, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. I first read it, I was yeah. like, that seems totally pointless. But there are a bunch of, like, niche examples where this is um, relevant. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I think he could, like, I, yeah, I'm not, like, I haven't, like, uh, theorycrafted as you are, but I think he's going to open up some, like, walls here. Even if he ignored the build effect, just a 3-1 infinite health attacking, I thought was pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, and I think the best one, um, although better in some decks than others, I, th I think the Gardener is really good. He's the four-cost one who, um, at the start of your turn, you may put the top card of your deck into your resource row face down or face up if it's a location. I think just as like a generic ramp ability, that's like really, really good. Uh, he does have to be face up at the start of your turn, though, and he's a 0-1. Um, so... You do have to protect hard. them fairly well, but like I imagine like this in Dark Phoenix, where like you ramp on turn one, and then like you could play this on like turn two or three, and then like that just seems really good to me. He just screams, "We're never gonna have him and Dark Phoenix in a format ever right. again." He's like, "I'm not doing what I." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, not. he's it, ramping's always good. I don't feel like that guy's ever gonna resolve, but maybe it's because we're just I'm more of an aggressive oriented player. But that a guy like that seems like a like a very high roll card. I think in the middle of the game when you're fighting for board, that's just like the last card you want to deck. I'm not like shitting on it, but I think uh, we'll see what comes up. If there's ways to protect it or keep it unstunned some way, but mm -hmm. it, I don't know. It seems hard. Which one is which gem is he attached to? The gardener goes with the time gem. Oh, which yeah, is for a location and puts it on your side. That makes sense. Yeah, more ramp yeah. or or destroys the other one. Destroys that's your always, well, that's, I mean, that's his real power level, right? Is being able to slam yeah. the gem early. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah, really? His, his power is the, if you think it's going to show up in anything, I think it'll probably show up in things like, uh, Magneto. Like, play it, like, let's really try to destroy my, our opponent's resources. Like, I think it'll show up in an opponent's, um, like, in a resource destruction deck where somebody's trying to do that. An avalanche and like Magneto and just like I'm just gonna nuke you to no end and I'm gonna try to make sure you never have more than like two resources <laughs> kind of deck. Yeah. So uh, the we'll just touch on the last one since there's only four of these. Last one is the champion. He's a seven cost zero one with one health, uh, but he has infinite attack and defense while attacking a supporting character. Um, I think this one's pretty underwhelming. Like in a world with Jungle Hunter, I just I don't think you can ever play any other seven drops like ever again. Uh, I would agree. I think the bar for the high drops in this game is gone completely. Just just like old versus was. You have like these guys. All the mediocre guys are just not going to see play. Even even photo, I don't think that card is playable. I that card. I mean, he's just okay. We'll see. I mean, infinite attack. I think somebody brought up like the mystique interaction. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. But, but like That's... that would require your opponent. To, like it doesn't really playing. It doesn't work. But it was pretty cool to hear. Uh, but no, I agree. I think he's pretty bad. Yeah, that's the only interaction I can see right now is Mystique. It's just let's, but you can already play play the Power Gem and Mystique and get probably about the same amount of benefit anyway. So yeah, these aren't good cards. I'm, like that's that's just not a good card. When you can play Eunice and basically flip yourself, you don't need a seven dropper or the hell he is. Like yeah, yeah, and like so long as it's legal, I think like Jungle Hunter on seven into Dark Phoenix on eight will, like, always be the optimal way to play 7. 
Like I can't disagree, especially with all the ways now to not die. Like mm-hmm. the healing is getting crazy, the staying down, the hiding. It just doesn't seem hard to live, aside from the alt wins like mimic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it really depends on the format, obviously, because I mean, we'll get to it. But stuff like you know, obviously the broken mains characters don't let any of that stuff happen. Yep. All right, so let's move on to uh, this week's uh, spoiler article, which. Oh man, I love some of these cards. What is this article called? Uh, job requirements. Uh, so we have a new type of plot twist this week that we're seeing, uh, and it is plot twists that require you to have a certain team affiliation on your starting main character. Um, and I wonder, since it's been so long since we've seen team loyalty plot twists, if this is like the official end of loyalty plot twist because I feel like this is just better and this kind of just feels like how loyalty plot twist should have been originally I mean I like some of the loyalty plot twists but this just seems to make more sense uh anyway so like uh, which one of these do I think was the best uh oh yeah so uh this this uh the hammer one I think is incredible uh it's uh the world is a madhouse uh any turn com it's not any turn combat any turn and it says you have to have a hammer starting main character, and then it's reaction when an enemy character appears, exhaust it, and put two minus one counters on it. I think that's incredible. Uh, more and more reaction cards. Uh, I just think reaction is so good. Um, anyway, what are you guys' thoughts on this card, and uh, which of these uh, not loyalty loyalty cards do you think is the best? <laughs> I I I like the plot twist better than the characters like in my druthers it's just uh the reaction is very strong i think the fact that the inhuman ones can you can even do that after you've exhausted so if you use them in an attack they still get the benefit of that um yeah, that it's still good. pretty good um just looking at like mastermind I, I love some of the ideas about i mean a five cost at nine three but then you look at the fact that he's brotherhood and right now he has to play with the brotherhood MC just crunches so many like things that you could have done with the guy. Um, I was I was just thinking myself like to me he was like like Valkyrie to bring bring him back and like Deathlock maybe to like um, you know re put his characters back in so he can pull them back out. But that's really janky. I mean, that's not anywhere near like a competitive deck, but that's just something fun I thought you could do with them. But I just don't see that really working in a in a Brotherhood deck either. So, yeah. All right. Well, you got to give know. props to Scott already because he brought up Magneto uh, from Marvel Battles, uh, and he also brought up trying to use Deathlock. So I, just, <laughs> I feel like we owe you props to this in life already. <laughs> hey, I always trying to like – I'm a creative person at, at heart, so I always try to look and see like what I can see that you could possibly do with somebody. It doesn't always mean they're great or it's like a good thing, but hey, I'm not sometimes just, that's great. you just take it and say like, oh, that's an idea, and then you look at it in in reality terms and just be like, where's the circular file, you know? <laughs> Oh. Uh, all right. So I, I'm gonna go. You brought up the one I want to talk about. That hammer twist, man. Holy so good, crap! Yeah. That card is so. All right. So here's the things that I think push over the edge. Obviously, it snipes little dudes. Uh, that then a lot of matchups can be huge. The main thing is it's it's hammer, which is if I'm not that's mimic, correct? Yep. So that stops Tim Boob. 
Like, like his one counter card. Oh my god, I he has an actual four reaction twist answer to. So you have to have multiple copies in your hand to try to play through the reaction twist. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you can't put Mimic in any other format now. <laughs> they gave him an answer to the card that made him concede. Uh, yeah. Aside from Taskmaster. So, like, this is obviously a lot faster. I mean, he won't skip a beat if you just played this on one, two, or three now. That card's really stupid. And, ob- and if you take away the Timbu interaction, just the idea of freezing a dude or stunning the dude, depending on its stats or what you want to use the twist for, the card is extremely strong. But I'll, I'll touch on the guys. I'm kind of mad the guys are so bad because the they're like higher drops, like five-ish up or whatever. In order for them to be playable on a team of just dumpster fire MCs, they had to be like completely insane. And there wouldn't... It wouldn't ruin the game because you're playing like a garbage main character unless they get some kind of really good legacy dude. But I think the it's what Scott's point agreed, like the, the supports they brought out that were loyal or whatever are just they're horrible for the comparison of what the requirements are. The uh, the Indian's twist is kinda niche, but I think those dudes needed to be a lot better than they are for mm-hmm. them to be to actually what yeah. they're trying to do, which is buff the teams of those like underplayed main characters. They're just not good enough. The, but you were mentioning the like is... the Royal good. Yeah, the problem is you can't buff those. Those characters just seen so many other characters on team, so many other like equipments and plot twists on team to make them good. It's not just about you know. Go ahead with like what you were saying. It's yeah, not. Just no, you're about... not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Like, a good example is Brotherhood. Like they don't even have a playable team twist. Like they, just, they have nothing. So like what I found is when you're playing against those guys, it's easy to make reads on what their combat tricks are because they have, they have just the minus three attack card that everyone plays or whatever, or the plus three defense or the sacrifice. They don't have like any kind of interaction. They don't have a lot of team attacking low cost supports that are worth playing. It just limits their playability. I don't think you need a full strong curve to be played, but you got to have some kind of game, like something. Some team attacking yeah. value card like Falcon or something, something that pushes you over the top to the early game. Splashing stuff, well, you could just be playing any main character then if you have no help. Right, and there's a lot of there's a lot of main characters that need to be able to team attack at some point in time in the game, whether it's early, mid, late. Oftentimes, there's a point where you know that your character is gonna have to be able to team attack, and when you don't have that, just like. I mean, you don't even have enough drops in that in those sets to be able to mathematically guarantee that you're probably going to pull a character on time. Yeah. The one thing I touch on that Caleb was mentioning is like they're moving away from the loyalty twists. I think this is a slippery slope. There is what they realize that like they kept pushing they power creeping cards like stand together and wavering loyalty, the team twist, and those loyalty decks were starting like sixteen twenty deep on like broken interaction cards. I think, like, you don't want to go too far because if they're too good, it'll push everything not mono out of the game. And then if they're not good enough, they're all unplayable. So I think they just, like, if they gave them, like, a mono team wild generic or something, like, it would just be too much. I think what they're doing now is perfect. You can buff bad teams, like, in crossover sets. But I think we don't need any more loyal twists. I think stand together and wave and loyalty are enough. And they, and this every team basically has one except for some of the newer ones that are... I mean, we've seen, like, in the Big Apple... Like how reality shift and stuff of the sorts is just completely broken. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think just looking at these, like, they kind of feel like these started off as loyalty twists, and they just kind of were like, eh, we don't really want to do that anymore. So I, I think this is probably the end of uh, team affiliated loyalty twists at the very least. Hope so. Yeah. 
All right, moving right along, uh, let's talk about these sweet-ass new promos that we've seen. Oh, my gosh, I love these. So uh, they posted, Upper Deck posted uh, some posts on Facebook, and they posted a, uh, a blog post going over um, uh, the new event schedule, which we'll talk about. But mostly I want to talk about these sweet new promos for the, the upcoming tournament season. So the new league promos, and these will be in the thumbnail of the video, uh, so the new league promos are a, an alternate extended art shock to the system with storm on it, uh, alternate extended art one cost Iceman, and an alternate extended art laboratory location with beast on it. That one's probably my favorite. Oh, these are so sick. And then there's also an alternate extended art Taskmaster promo, which I believe is the entry promo for the uh, the regionals, like um like Foom was. Am I correct in correct. that? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, these are just, oh my gosh, these look so good. Oh, I got so excited when I saw these. Which one of these is your favorite? What are you guys' thoughts on these these promos? I think these are killer. Mm, I like them all. I mean, oh yeah, they're all they're all. Um, I mean, you've got the lab with Beast on it. I mean, they're all like, they're all cards that see play. You Amen. Know, competitive play, so none of them are gonna feel bad. When you get the, any of them in any situation, you know, when you sit down and say, here's my money, here's my 25 bucks to play league, you're not going to feel like, oh, man, I'm just playing it to get this one card. I don't want these other cards. There's there's value there, and that's good. Yep. They are insane. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm always a hater, but I want to give props to Upper Deck on this one because, uh, like, these are home run promos. We don't need promo Dormammu. We don't need promo seven drop enchanters. Like, so just these cards are like heavily played insane cards. The Iceman's a little out of place. I feel it's like a weird, but it's life is too short format. And like, maybe that's why they push him to a one elf guy. Iceman just seems kind of weird. It's a good card. Like the Taskmaster's insane. It's one of the premier three drops. The art's really cool. I like how the next two leagues over, I mean, even if it takes two more years, we're going to have all of our basics extended art. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's going to be it's such yeah. a sweet. That's like, your deck awesome. is going to look so nice when you're just, like, pimped out in all these extended arts and all that. Um, yeah, the, the one negative yep. thing, I mean, if you can call it a negative thing, I, I just find it kind of odd, is that, like, the promos always seem, like, one format off. Like, these are, these are clearly, yeah. like, these are Children of the Atom promos, right? Like, can you imagine, like, at Gen Con, when Children of the Atom format was at, was at its peak, having these awesome X-Men-themed promos... I mean, yeah, that's my I'd only say thing. Yeah to that. These are sweet. I can't wait to get them. Like you said, they're a home run. That was just one thing that I was kind of like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. They have, uh, they're doing really good in the sense that at least making playables. The only thing I have a problem with is, like, these are going to circulate for, like, a year, and then we won't get another set. So, I like, when I first saw them, I got, like, super, like, I was like, man, I got to have these. These are insane. But then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> By the time the end of the year rolled around, I had so many solos and fooms, I was, like, swimming in them. So, I never we'll even, get them. I never even finished my sets of those, so I, I still need to try to get I've, – oh, I've only got three solos, two fooms, three academies, and three whatever the other one was, loyal soldiers. I got some stuff for you then, but I don't know. The yellows are premier <laughs> – premiere obviously to get but like when we did the league play you get what you get four and then you get one and one is how they do league play yeah. well like no one showed up at PAX the year we went so they just gave us four of everything so it wasn't because we were hitting every event we just they had no one there oh wow yeah uh so that was really cool of them uh but you'll get i mean the taskmaster is going to be i mean don't don't quote me on this because they they might not but i feel like that card's going to be the entry for gen con next year like it's 
that's just how it's been. They, you know, I'd be surprised if we get something new. They're usually low effort on that kind of stuff. If it's not, I'm sure it'll be the entry for the side events. Yeah, so, so you'll get the Taskmasters for sure. The league promos, like, I think it's just one of those things where it's kind of difficult to get them all. But, I mean, entering getting four blue and a set is just pretty decent. I'm pretty hyped for these promos, actually. They look sick. Yeah. I, yeah. I think all of these are are really, really awesome promos. Very excited. All right. So then. Do my homage to. Let me do my homage to Bert. <laughs> yeah, boy, these promos be pimping. Okay, go on. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can't wait for Bert to listen to this. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, go over. That's um, good fun. <laughs> Always. All right, real quick, let's touch on the this uh, other information that they posted at the same time as these promos. They posted a, a blog post um, just going over uh, all the events um, associated with these promos, all the upcoming 2020 um, regional events. Uh, so we have uh, the locations and the dates now for all of the, the upcoming regionals. So I'm just going to run these off real quick. Uh, they talk about how they're focusing more on stores this year, which I love. Um, so we have Time Warp Comics and Games Regional is on December 7th, um, which is just coming up here in about 10 days in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. Uh, we have Midwinter Gaming Convention, which is January 11th, 2020 in Milwaukee. We have Maximum Comics 2.0 Regional in Vegas, Nevada. Um, that's March 7th, 2020. We have Fantasium Comics and Games Regional in Seattle, Washington. That's April 11th, 2020. We have the Paper Games Regional in Bartlesville, Oklahoma in June 2020. They don't have an exact date uh, for that one yet, I guess. But uh, that, I'm really excited for that one. I'll be at that one. And then we have the Gen Somebody's Con. Somebody's slacking. Do it. Yeah, John is slacking. Somebody's slacking and <laughs> playing too much Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Slacker. Uh, we have the Gen Con Championship, obviously, in Indy. Uh, that's July 31st, 2020. That one is a 5K um, because that's the championship. And then we have Emerald City Comics Games and Toys uh, in Tampa, Florida on September 12th, 2020. And that's all the events we have so far. Um, so, yeah, so, again, these are all regionals. They're all 2.5Ks except for Gen Con, which is a 5K. They're all store events. Um, yeah, uh I'm going to be at Midwinter, I've now decided. Um, also, I'll be at the Midwinter one, and I'll be at the uh, Oklahoma one. And uh, the very next one coming up here in just a couple of weeks, about a week and a half, is the uh, the Time Warps Games one in uh, New Jersey that um, Smallwood and your crew are putting together, right? Yeah, that's going to be a big one because it's going to premiere the new promos, apparently. So they'll oh, be nice. there, confirmed. So that's pretty cool and sweet. Uh, there's a little bit of League promo action going on, some super cool playmats that are exclusive for the regionals obviously the cash prizes they got x-files sets for prizing big cards it's going to be great some side event uh, you can jack a loyal deck together and play against our judge or our to and if you win you get some uh, sweet juicy promos from the league stuff so it's definitely worth the trip if you're gonna make it out although the delayed response hurt travels it wasn't really on our end it was more so on the venue but now that we've uh, accrued a new venue we should know like way in advance next time and uh Hopefully we get another one in the beginning of next year is what the goal is. Yeah. So uh, that, yeah. that, that'll be really exciting. That's the uh, um, the Life's Too Short regional, uh, which I actually like that format a lot. I really wish I could go to this. I think it would be a, a really good time. Yeah, I think the format's great. I mean, you know, life is too short. Just um, 
is pretty overall fair. Not in comparison to like what you're looking at for midwinter. It's much fairer. I, I, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. 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 I think it's uh even if it's like not quote the fairest. Like think back to the formats we've had of like the the mimic nonsense. The uh, the like Adam Warlock singularity stuff was pretty degenerate. I mean, like this is this has felt pretty good testing. I haven't hated playing the game, and there's not one deck that's made me like throw my other seven in the trash. It's felt like yeah. they all have game against everything. It's a lot more of knowing the matchups depending on their build, die rolls, etc. I've found it to be like how like Marvel Battles first felt. It was really strong in terms of nah. just like fair fair versus. Uh, there's definitely some unfair stuff and there's some broken decks, but we'll uh, we'll see what comes out. I think you have to be prepared for certain things. I mean, if you're not, I, if I'm looking at it, like everybody knows, Warren Officer Ripley, so you've got to be prepared for that nuke, or how how the heck are you going to make her come face up? Yep. You know, you just gotta have some, whether you're devil slay, some way of hanging in there, um, or hiding yourself. So you can be like, oh, you want to play this game? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the beast uh, gargoyle thing. Everybody knows about that. So you gotta have yep. some some thought in your mind on how your deck's gonna deal with that. It's yep. just Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, Eternals. Yet, yeah. how am I gonna deal with Eternals? It's like, yeah. and after that, I think once you an- answer how your deck's gonna deal with certain problems. That's just probably what you enjoy, what you want to play, what you think is good against. Try to take your best guess on the meta. Uh, the only frustrating part, I'd say, and obviously more negativity here, is that it, looked, it felt like the Eternals were made for the field of, like, uh, high drops aren't that good because the game's really fast, and they felt like they were pushed to be playable in the full pool, and then they made formats. And it's like... Now they're too good. Does that make sense? I would. Th- I think this format would be so great without those eternal guys. I mean, I know there's counters, or you could try to win before they come out, but it, it has narrowed that top end of the game for. Uh, like oh yeah. Short, for sure. Yeah, it's it's put it's the cap. It's the yeah. the cap on the format. I mean, you're you're basically. Up. I can't think of any other seven or eight drops that compete with them. Correct. You it's know, just up the size problem. Yeah. It is. Up to six, you're probably okay. You can probably say there's multiple like support characters up to like the six drop that can do things for you depending yeah. on what your deck your main is. Character strategy. Yeah. yeah, but once you hit seven and eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so the last thing I have here to talk about is uh, X-Files because X-Files is out finally. Uh, so we have seen all the X Files cards. I've gotten to open my uh, my X Files box now. Uh, so uh, uh, you guys can go watch that video or just go look at um, all the cards. So we won't go over all of them. But uh, do you guys have any highlight cards from the rest of X Files you want to talk about? I think Cos is like absolutely insane. I think that card is incredible. The equipments are nuts. I think Cos and the Chinga doll are just. Bonkers. Yeah, COS, the uh, the two cost machine equipment that lets you reuse locations while also locking your opponent out of using that type of location. Uh, I think that card is super, super insane. Do you have any other uh, highlights, Smallwood? 
I mean, I don't want to be the boring guys like more of the same, but that card is completely pushed. I feel like that card is just completely nuts. So they have the one that strikes them in character is good. Uh, the one that makes it like strike itself. But yeah, uh, the, the doll. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the doll. Even if it's not like competitive, I, they just nailed the flavor so well on all these guys. Like the agenda stuff's really cool. I mean, like all the flavor stuff. It just feels like they did like a home run. That Absolutely. even though it's like I just like yeah. I don't see any character that jumps out to me and goes, man, this guy's just gonna ruin the game. Or, like, break the game. But I think it's going to be, like, Buffy, where it plays really well by itself with its theme. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be really fun. I don't know if it's going to be, like, super competitive because of the ceiling that is uh, Photo's, like, playability. But obviously with the duplicate play, like, there's going to be a ton of, like, of the uh, FBI and the – what is it? The uh, – what's the alien team for duplicate? Syndicate. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously those will see play, but that's mainly just to meet, like, team requirements. It won't be, like, a strategy. But I think the MCs look really fun. I think they're they probably added a good three to the meta for uh, for midwinter. Mm-hmm. I'd I say it's it, probably if fair. I, if I had to look at it, I'm just looking at it objectively from theory crafting because that's pretty much all I ever get to do. Um, I'd say between Bark Creature, Bark Monster, the Smoky Man, and um, the uh, oh, what's the other one? I'm drawing a blank. There's a third one I thought could actually I hold think up and see really play. Good. I don't know if that's who you're thinking of. He he's in the same vein as the bark creature, bark monster. Either one of them could do. They almost do the exact same thing because I I think they kind of model themselves to like three different um end games in the decks. Um, I don't know. I don't want to give my ideas on those way. Um, because I don't want to have. I don't want to be another. Another meta bomber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited just, for tombs, but well, I don't want to talk about it too much since I'm going to midwinter now. So, yeah, all you guys are keeping secrets. I like it. No, no, I'm not keeping secrets. I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for exploding the meta to to the point where people are yeah. like hunting me down. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, they got some insane cards. Small. It's like a triple box. It's like a, a box of three teams. So I don't. I don't know if I did. Did anybody do the math? Like, who's missing cards, or the, is the bad team two mini teams, or is they all like equally thirds? It's. I did, I haven't done the math yet either, but it's got to be funky because three teams in a two hundred card box is it's just it's awkward. It's not something we've seen before. Yeah, uh, the, the team in the week is weaker. They get a lot of one ups in their high okay. drops. Okay. Like they have like the one drop. The one of a kind Jin, the one of a kind Mr. Burt, and oh, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, uh, man, that card is going to be awesome. kind, uh, in that box. So yeah, yeah. So they their top end is a lot of one of the kinds. So I don't. Get... It's like a can of worms, but like outside of the photo format, just the full pool where you play illustrated, the Gen making a wish. There's got to be some degenerate combos. Something in the world there were two cards that weren't supposed to interact. Interact. It's making the game completely unfun or uh, instant winning the game. That, yeah. That's the card. Just seems like super entertaining. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to try some stuff out. Yeah. Like obviously, it would take a format where they're playable, but looks fun. Yeah, I said that in the video where I was like, I I, I can't even fathom it, but there's got to be something with this that I haven't thought of yet. That is just bonkers with Jen mm, okay. with the wish. Well, technically, she she would be legal for for your. Uh... Life is too short. Yeah, right? but, but they ruled that you, you have to put photo cards in your wish yeah, file. Sorry. Oh, for life's too short? Oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, nah, she's, she's not viable there. You'd have to have photo viable, basically any any format that's not restrictive on her being played or photo only. So like after these three months, we'll see what comes out. But that, I I'm with you on Bark Monster. I think he's nuts. The only catch with Bark, I love Bark Monster because he can manipulate the Scully heal, the, the support character yes. skull. That card exactly. is way pushed. If you yes. can manipulate any main character self, having a four come into play heals in your deck plus a superpower heal, it just seems completely bananas to me. Uh, plus a hide. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> you know. and I would just let the other guy die. Like I don't even care. Like the other Bark plus six monster. cost Groot comes down at some point. Well, yep, and that's that's yeah. if you play him correctly. We've talked about it before. That could be two health on your MC per the Groot. Uh, it's it's really strong. I think you can the the, the counterpoint to me is is the Mordu Killmonger curve that is basically every freaking deck possible. That's a uh, mildly aggressive or even mid range. Yeah. So you the Bark Monster's got to battle through those two to be able to keep hiding. But if he does like. Obviously, Warren Officer in a format where it's a pretty fair field. It's pretty well, decent. Obviously, if you're already hidden, you, you're at an advantage. So if you're able to hide and use yeah. like what I would try to do is use Rocket to like toss toss the yellow, toss the the wild, and then be like, here, here's your problem. Give me somebody back. Yep. You know. Yeah. You try I, to hide again. Tossing the yellow and put, instead of playing it from your row is also a, it's a counter to COS because COS only keeps you from playing right. things from your row. Yeah, that card's dumb. Yeah. Uh, but no, so. I think Bark Monster's insane. We'll see how much, like, I think there's going to be a lot of hate for stuff like that because you're playing a really passive game. But I love the photo yeah. top end because it's so stacked with these bomb drops. I mean, there's, there's like five to eight, seven drops that are all playable. I figure depending on the deck you played, and this is kind of what I was trying to say before, Depending on who you're trying to go for, I think Smokey Man has a an ending that you try to get to that has certain effects on the game, and that's his goal. I think Bark Creature Bark Monster has a certain goal, a certain combo that they try to set up and has an effect on the game. Um, and there was one other one I thought of that I know, I'm just blanking right now, but I agree. I think the top end super diverse. Like Thanos yeah. has his own top end, and the like the cigarette man who can like c- cut your board in half and then use like HF Thanos. Like they yeah, all have yeah, some that cool, seems so good. They have yeah. a lot of cool interactions. I agree. Yeah, if you're smoking yep. man, and you can stay alive and play Thanos. That just seems so strong to me. Agreed. Yep. Thanos and just save your uh, save your uh, abductions. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, this is like. This is maybe my favorite box in a really long time. I just... I mean, maybe it's because I've just been binge-watching X-Files nonstop. <laughs> but, man, I, I love the flavor and everything on these cards. This is one of my... This is my favorite box in a long, long time. And it I'm a Photo Universe up. hater, as people have seen. But I, I got yeah. over it just because I think this is, like... This is one of, if not, like, Super Awesome Games' masterpiece, flavor-wise... It opened up a lot of theory crafting too, to me. Um, I saw a lot of different combos going on with like each each main. You know how you could try to, not each, but each of the better mains, on how you could try to play them to get you know to a certain win condition. And it opened up some really neat interactions even with the old cards. And it wasn't all about. Um, and a lot of them are, aren't about winning with, you know, turn your guy, turn your guy to the left smack turn your guy to the left smack um they were all all the kind of like sort of crazy um alternative win interactions that 
made it pretty cool and some that I haven't even mentioned, but yeah, I definitely like it. Yep. Uh, I'll throw out a quick X-Files thing real quick. Cause I just glanced over at my phone and I saw this, uh, Real quick piece of news, X-Files has now been added to the card database, so you can go browse X-Files cards on there now. Yay! Yeah, I just looked at my phone and I saw that. I was like, well, that relates to what we're talking about right now, so... Oh, that's cool. That yeah. was one of the most frustrating things about trying to like look at the cards right now. Like, Is that they're all not well, in one place, yeah. Yeah, they weren't all in one place. Like, let's look here, let's look there. Yep. Let's go back to the TCG browser and look for old, you know it's like ugh. uh one final thing we can touch on for x files because uh there's been several posts about this uh on the facebook page and uh, you can see it in my video so there is a miscut a card miscut issue in the x files box you can go see this really clearly in some pictures on the facebook page or in my video where the uh so there's two stacks that come wrapped in plastic in the box one has scully main character on top and the other has a Krychik main character on top. And the stack with Krychik is significantly... The cards are larger um, than uh, the other stack. They're a little bit taller and a little bit wider. And uh, I believe... That, uh, I don't think it's an issue of the FBI cards being smaller. I think it's the the, syn the syndicate cards being larger. I compared it to uh, some of the other cards I had, and they're larger than regular versus cards. Um I don't think it's a huge issue if you sleeve all your cards. Uh, obviously, if you're playing in tournament, you should be sleeving your cards anyway. I don't think it's going to be much of an issue there. But Mark has already confirmed that if you reach out to QA at UpperDeck.com, they will uh, replace any miscut cards for you free of charge. I've already reached out to them, and they got back to me fairly quickly. Um, and it doesn't seem like they're going to make me send in my cards or anything. They're just going to they're going to replace them. Um, and it, just, it takes, I think it said two to 11 weeks to process, but, um, I've had them replace, uh, missing and damaged cards for me before, and it's never taken that long. It's usually with, within two or three weeks I get my cards. So, uh, yes, there is a slight miscut issue. I don't know how that happens this late into the game, but mistakes happen. And, uh, apparently they're, uh, they're on top of the, they're on top of it. So do you guys have any thoughts on this? Nah, as long as they're rectifying it. I mean, I agree with you. The, like we've had some serious card quality issues in the past with frayed cards coming out. I don't know who they use as their uh, creator factory mass production, but it just seems a little sloppy. It's not like versus is these highest quality cards anyway. They don't seem to have much of a gloss to them if you compare them to like Magic or even like the original versus foils or anything. Sure. But I mean, yeah, I think we should be above it. But what can you do if they're rectifying it? It's hard to really throw too much shade at them. Yeah, yeah it's hard to production values i mean it's hard to you're trying to control somebody over in china on how they're making their stuff so <laughs> i'm sure uh i'm sure by the time they get uh get a copy of it it's probably almost already too late you know yeah it's i mean probably if we're upset about it they're probably just as upset about it like you're right like it's probably largely out of their hands they've got third-party printers or whatever who drop the ball on this one and you know they're making every effort to fix it i can't be too mad i'm gonna get free cards in the mail you know is what it is i'm i don't think it's a huge deal nah, not at all all right other than that uh that's all i have in my notes here for what's been going on in versus you know crossover stuff so really excited for that set um 
uh, midwinter. Oh, I didn't talk about midwinter side events. Okay, yeah, so I did forget something, as I always do. Let's talk about midwinter events. Uh, so I will be going to midwinter now. Uh, I believe it was last week sometime. Carlos posted the official lineup for all the midwinter side events. Let me pull this up. Um, I, I know I always forget something important. Uh, okay, so let's see here. So Friday side events for midwinter. Uh, mega game. All participants are divided into two teams. Team members each play one opponent from the opposing team. Once a game is completed, you may help your teammates during their game. Uh, team with the best overall record wins. This event is created by uh, the guys at Super Awesome Games. This is a really clever side event. Um, so, like, all participants in the event are all split into two massive teams. Um, this seems really fun. You guys have thoughts on the Mega Game side event? Uh, I think it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. I think it'll just be, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I think people mostly be playing it for fun. In fact, I encourage everybody to play it for fun that plays. I would probably stay away from, like, the big, bad, evil ones that everybody knows about and go into something crazy-ass stupid and try to have fun and see if you win or or not. Yeah, that's, that would make it the um, most fun is if, like, you've got these two giant Everybody teams. play Daredevil, okay? <laughs> <laughs> everybody play Daredevil or Bullseye. <laughs> Uh, I will say that even if you do play your, because most people, you know, some people just want to win. I don't know what the prizing is, but even if you do play your best decks or whatever, the interaction of like being able to help people and like talk during the games, it there's no way that won't be a fun event, regardless of how the teams yeah. are split or whatnot. It, that just sounds like a really cool idea. I wouldn't want to see that for anything competitive because obviously like teammate stuff and freaking broken guys and helping each other can get stupid. But for a side event, that seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah, it seems fun. All right, so the next one is Life's Too Long. This will be a, for another Friday side event, and it's the opposite of Life's Too Short format. Your main character must have a minimum of six health, uh, and all supporting characters must have a minimum of two health. Uh, we talked, we joked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Um, I think this will be interesting. Uh, it's like like you could play Thor, but you lose access to Falcon and Solo and stuff like that. Um, you could play Dark Phoenix, but you lose access to Kane and Keys. Uh, I, I think this seems like a really interesting format. You guys have thoughts on Life is Too Long? Good, Scott. I, I don't know who came up with that crazy shit. <laughs> 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 Somebody must have been listening to our podcast. That's all I could say. Because I was like, like you got to be kidding me. It's like, I... I Props to whoever finds a way to test for that event and come up with anything other than just, you know, trying to, like, deal with just the power of their, their MC, but who actually comes up with, like, some deck that actually works. Props. Kudos. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, thing. like, even with the restriction, there's going to be something broken. I mean, like, even if you take Phoenix's keys and Kane she can just play the version she was when she was in, like, A-Force when she came out, which is still, if she drew two of eight, the game was very hard to win. So I think she's going to be stupid. But a lot of the one-health guys are really good answer cards, so it'd be interesting. I, I don't even know what decks would look like without one-health guys. It's going to be, uh, it sounds like it could be a lot of fun because you won't see stuff like that in any other format. It's very unique, I'll say that. And I think, like, even, like, Photo would be really fun if you could only play multi-health guys, stuff like that. So it could be interesting. Yeah, I think that one will be a, a very interesting one 
I think decks are going to be really funky in that one. It'll, that'll be fun, I think. All right, so then Sunday side events, because the main event, um, the regional is on Saturday. Uh, and I'll I'll say the dates again for midwinter if I can find them. Um, but anyway, so Sunday side events, uh, Battle of the Titans. Your main character is restricted to one of the powerhouse characters, being OG Thanos, Mystique, Dark Phoenix, Thor, Mimic, or Outriders. Supporting characters have zero restrictions, so that means OG Cosmo and OG Singularity, the banned ones, are also legal. Um, this seems... I, I don't know if I'll play in this one just because I don't know if I have the stomach for it. I don't know if I have the patience for this. Um, I mean, I, th I think it's a cool idea, but I don't know if it's for me. What are your guys' thoughts on Battle of the of the Titans? I don't know. I really... When I saw that, I was like... It'd be interesting because we never really saw, like like Thor go against OG Thanos. We never saw that matchup come to fruition. So uh, I think some of them are probably going to be better than others. I, I don't think – I can't see Mystique really hanging. Um, she just takes too long and it's too hard to play to really develop. And uh, if anybody just plays Crazy Mimic, you got two turns, maybe three. Um, so I don't know. It's gonna be weird. That's that's wrong, man. I don't. Actually, I think like getting your hand discarded isn't even the worst thing. That format is sounds. I I don't knock on them because I I like that they're trying to push the envelope on just. Some people like to play those broken decks. Like it's fun for them. Like they love to play like just super degenerate things. Yeah. But like mimic with like Zola. I don't know if anyone's ever tested that version of him. It is so fast and immune to Timbu. Yeah. It's insane. That version and even if you go into Gamora cuz they haven't fixed it yet or Deadpool either version, like you can flip so fast like with zero cost combi sticks, then they have like you can actually just equip it once you have that you want to pretty equip some player or whatever to become a combat master, pushing them out of any answer cards to the Deadpool play. Like uh, the, that deck is unfun. Like, and it's faster than getting your hand discarded. He still takes four turns to do that. Three turns. If you're lucky, if you drew yep. a rainbow. So I don't even think that is the worst thing in that format. Uh, OG Cosmo basically just like, he didn't let you play the game. Uh, it's just, like, I don't know if people remember how unfun original Cosmo used to be like getting Killmongered on one behind a flight yep. character. And you just couldn't play. I mean, after Thanos was fixed, all of our decks were just like what decks could brick wall and protect the Cosmo turn one play because it didn't let your opponent play the game. Very unfun, but it should be some quick games, so you won't be too frustrated. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know that I'll play in this one, but I'm excited to watch this one. Yeah. And like throw up a live stream and see like which of these broken broken main characters uh, comes out on top. I don't think I have the patience to, to, to play it or like not patience. I don't know that I have the like the mental fortitude to sit there and play like four or five rounds of of just these main characters but i'm i'm very interested to see how it how it shakes out yeah it gives me a hint of like vintage magic you yeah. know like just no matter oh. what somebody's doing something mega degenerate and once it gets online the game's gonna be over yep True. thor is to me is like if you're playing thor i think you're just the, you're like the worst deck in the room which is crazy to, to think about so just <laughs> yeah. take that for what it is no i I think Mimic's the best deck in the in the in the yeah. format. Just now, nah, I think Mystique's a little worse than Thor. She's just way slower. I mean, she's gonna be like, like the first couple turns, she tries to play relatively fair. She really does. Like, please don't yeah, attack don't... me. 
the big three in retrospect to those guys are nothing. They're the most fair average decks in the world. Like they have nothing on those two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> like, Mimic seems like definitely the fastest deck, right? But like, I wonder if like if you can just slam down a turn one Cosmo and protect it. Like, does Mimic just fold, and then you just gauntlet them on turn three or four? It's fair. It depends. Obviously, heavily depends on the Mimic version, but yeah, yeah. it's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I think this one will be uh, be very interesting to watch. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so the last one is Damage Sticks. So during combat, when a character is struck, if they are not stunned, place a number of damage counters on them equal to the amount of the strike. When a character has damage counters equal to or greater than their defense, they are stunned, uh, following normal versus rules. Another format created by Super Awesome Games. So uh, this is how magic works, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, magic. All World of Warcraft, Hearthstone. It's the way a lot of games work. Yeah. It definitely changes the whole dynamic of like combat and versus and defensive tricks. If every guy's basically match. Yeah. Basically, essentially. Everybody just strikes for their negatives and all that. I mean, it definitely opens up some avenues for like obviously aggressive decks are just gonna be completely insane. And range is super, super strong. Yeah, applying negatives. Or like and multi attacking characters get a lot better, guys that can ready characters that ready other characters stuff like that would get a big boost in that format could be fun yeah i think this one seems really interesting but like it's like so much extra thought oh man i don't even know how (laughs) i would start to build for this like what's the format like it's full pool right it's it's uh, yeah all these unless multiverse yeah okay so i mean like there's obviously can play some really broken stuff uh like i mean it's boring but you get so if you're playing full multiverse and you play Mimic, right, you can play. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not sucking the fun out of the room. But if you play Mimic, is Crossover going to be out by the time Midwinter happens? Uh, Crossover oh, yeah. will be out, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you'll have that team, the twist that answers boob or whatever, right? Okay, so you get to play, like, the Deadpool version of him and just he'll apply the negs and kill them in that format. Like, there's no need for chest burst or, com- com- like, combi stick or whatever. He'll just actually kill you when he uses Deadpool's power. So that kind of... <laughs> it's gonna be a fun format. I think you just made the best deck better in multiverse, and he has no answers. I think with that reaction to us, things gonna be very difficult. Yeah, that's win. insane. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> those formats, all in retrospect, though, on a, like I will say this on the side is they're all insanely better if you like Scott was saying you play casually because it's just like man, these interactions are really cool when we're playing like the fair fight each other game. But when you bro- go into the big two, big three MCs of each format, it, obviously it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is yeah. midwinter. I imagine that people are going to be playing a lot of cool stuff in these side events. But yeah, there's, there's some broken Agreed. stuff you can do for sure. Yeah, I'm obviously. Yeah, I think I, I think Carlos even made a comment like like if if you play like in like one of the one of the uh, events like I think the mega one. He's like, and if you're like one of those people who decides to play like Mimic Mystique, Thor, it's like you're bad. You know, obviously they're letting you know, like, that's not the purpose of that event. It's just to be silly and probably try stupid stuff. I'm thinking I'll probably play, like, be... Newborn or something for the, the big team one. Well, it's only going to be one round. That's the impression I got. It's, like, one round. Is it really? And... Yeah. I think one so. giant game? That'd be cool. That seems like a like fun a big, like, like, like a multi-game? Like, with a bunch of players? Or, like, just everybody plays yeah. one person, and then that's it. Yeah, I think that's what he means, yeah. 
because multiverse isn't actually the worst because like of how the game core mechanics are of like you can only take a wound and then you're stunned it actually plays pretty well in a multiplayer environment because you can't get like ganged up on there's no endurance like magic and verse old versus had like the endurance problem where you play multi three people just have the ability to take a player out well if all your guys are stunned it's not going to get much worse for you <laughs> It's actually not a terrible multi-game. Yeah, but I, I just think it was like each person plays one opponent, and then that's it. Each team, yeah. each count up the wins on each team. But yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that's good for like it's a very short event, but it's, it should be really fun. Yep. So uh, the, the, yeah. of these side events, the ones I'm most excited for are the Mega Game and the Life's Too Long. I think those yeah, will both be really interesting. Yeah. Life's Too Long is definitely different. I. I mean, I'd love to see. I haven't really looked at it um, to see like what all kind of two health guys plus are available. But I think it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to like make a cohesive deck because there's a lot of staples that only have one health. Yep. So be interesting. I think uh, just hindsight is uh, Dramatic Jungle Hunter still in that format. So I don't <laughs> think Dark Phoenix is ever going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. That play is the best play on turn one. So, yep, yeah, no, I, you're right. Doesn't get rid of any. I don't think she like ruins the format, you know. But like that, that play, <laughs> uh, Jungle Hunter, obviously, he's just broken. We got there. Yep. All right, so that's about it. Um, let me go through my list one more time. Make sure I didn't forget anything. We talked about crossover. We talked about the promos. We talked about Midwinter. We talked about X Files. And we touched on the Jersey event, which is coming up on the 7th. Do you want to plug that one more time, Smallwood? Yeah, you got our December 7th Jersey event. Uh, the location's in the post and all that. We got some sick swag coming with the big cards, the X-Files. There's league promos. There's Taskmasters. They got all the cool stuff you've been seeing on the page lately. So you definitely want to come out and check it out. Uh, you play our TR Judge with a loyal deck, and you'll get some sweet swag too. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be a packed house, hopefully. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, you, really should cool be to, you should be coming to, could you be coming to playing Black Hurricane, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have anything else? That's it. <laughs> All right, well that'll do it then for this week in verses. I want to say thanks to my co-hosts for coming on and talking with me, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Later. Later.